Hello, folks, and I'd like to welcome you all to episode three of Minnesota Twins Chat. I, I am your host, Troy Larson, and joining me here in studio is my dad, Craig Larson. He will typically be on this show to discuss Minnesota Twins topics, but we will periodically have a guest joining me. So, how's it going tonight, Dad? Real good, Troy. How about yourself? About time we get some baseball going again. Yes, it it is about time. And but before uh, we get into the baseball discussion, I'd like to bring you a clip from last episode where I, where I interviewed Don Wardwell. Don is baseball's first blind broadcaster who called minor league games for twelve seasons. So here's the clip. I think it's a terrific idea. Now, here's going to be the problem. This is an idea that has been tried before. The In the year 1969, they tried to put in the same kind of a pitch clock. And during the regular season, it was at least talked about. Now, I have some recordings from that time. And I certainly don't get the impression that the clock was being enforced. And by the time of the playoffs in the World Series of 69, the broadcasters were saying in so many words that those rules weren't going to be enforced during the World Series. And they pretty much went away after 1970. And this is something I want to see come back, but it won't if the umpires refuse to enforce the rule. So, on the last episode, uh, we we talked about the rule changes in MLB, and I know, Dad, you have not had a chance to listen to the interview, but and we have talked about the rule changes on our first episode, but uh, I just wanted to uh, give listeners who maybe have just are listening to this podcast for the first time an idea what it's, what has happened on previous episode, but... Uh, have you changed any of your thoughts on the new rules, Dad, that will be coming into play this season? Whether it's the restrictions on shifting, the, uh, the pitch timer, the uh, number of times a pitcher can control to a base during a at-bat, uh, unless the runner advances to the, to, you know, uh, uh, advances to the next base. And uh, what have you changed your thoughts on any rules since they since we last talked? Not really a whole lot. I think um, when you see the regular season, um, you, you might change some people's minds about them. But I think after a while, it's going to happen. People you know, will get used to it and won't pay much attention to them anymore. I think the thing with the uh, number of throws over to first base and those things, um, some people may not like that, but uh as well, far as as far as the shift thing i think that's probably a good thing but um well but but i've and i've said it before you know billy martin he would have bunted when he saw those extreme shifts yeah. but they don't seem to want to do that anymore nowadays so i don't i don't know for me as i said before i was probably most in favor of the pitch timer you know last year my regains dad they went down 25 percent I mean, not not twenty five. There were twenty five minutes cut off of the average time length 
for minor league game. So, and I've seen that this year, well, I was spring training games like 220, 230, and it sounds like so far we've cut off 26%. But I'm sure once we get to regular season, Dad, we're going to see that the times maybe more closer to what we have been experiencing. Just that we won't be seeing, just that we won't be seeing three-hour games on a regular basis. Uh, might be more of a lineup, 250 or 245, or whatever. But enough said about the rules. Uh, go listen to the interview that, that Don and I did uh, last week, and uh, then you'll get a better idea of what we're talking about. And by the way, it sounds like that they have ex- experimented with the pitch timer before. Uh, not, I don't think it was really strictly enforced. I don't. All he knows that from what Don said is that they tried this back in 1969, and and I was trying to look it up tonight. I didn't really get a chance to find the details of it, but what I can tell you about was back in 1901, they actually put a rule in place saying that the pitcher, if he's if he just stymied for more than 20 seconds, not you know pitching to, to the batter, that the umpire has to call it calls. I, I I can't remember if it was a ball or what it was, but they have always done something, but nothing to the degree we are seeing now. So let's transition to Minnesota Twins baseball. And uh, I guess the thing I want to start out with is how how Minnesota Twins you know do this spring. Uh, I can't remember offhand what the record was. I think it was something like 10, 13, and 3 or something like that. Um, maybe 11, 13, and 3. But... Uh, um, but you know what? You know how much of it? How much of a twin spring train dad did you see? Games? I saw parts of some. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I ever sat through and watched the whole one. But in uh, looking, what if this is this year's? This year's they got fourteen and fifteen down. I don't know if that's. Yeah, it is. This year there are fourteen and fifteen spring training games. Yep, because they played thirty-two and we had three ties. Bad I do. Bad I know I had right. Okay. So, no, I didn't watch a lot of it, bits and pieces here and there. You know, it seemed like a lot of times, you know, if you didn't, if you didn't catch the game early, the starting players are the guys you normally would see. They weren't playing anymore. Most of them weren't. And so it seemed like less and less the guys don't, you know, it seemed like more and more, I mean, the guys don't play as much as they used to in spring training games. So and they don't, and uh, they don't, Dad, usually travel to other... no. Other teams, no uh, facilities, or at least not regularly. I mean, they might some. But yeah. I don't. I don't know what the thinking is on it. You know, they used to do that and travel and play more. And funny thing was, the, if their objective is to have guys healthier during the season, well, guys used to do that and play in, you know, more games and more innings and travel. And if you went, would go back and look, guys seem to play a whole lot more during the season than what they do now too. So. I don't even, you know, you can only baby people so much in my mind. Yes, you can. Yeah. Um, and if you look at the the last few years of the Twins, unless you just, it's uh, something that happened. Um, they, ha- they haven't had a history in the last couple of years of guys playing a lot of games during the year. And it's hurt them. Yes, it's hurt them. But, you know, this year we're going to have a new season. And, uh, you know... 
I know I know a certain writer named Lavelle E. Neal referred from a Star Tribune. He is he's predicting a ninety-one seventy-one finish. I think it's too optimistic for this team. But I'll but I'll tell you what, Dad. I'm actually if 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 you told me eighty-four and seventy-eight will be our final record, that in the neighborhood of that, maybe a little more, I would accept it. I, I don't know what your thoughts are, but we're gonna kind of break down the roster a little bit before we. Uh, wrap up here tonight and uh we're gonna and also uh we're going to uh make our uh uh predictions of who's gonna win of who's gonna be in the playoffs and I, I don't think we're gonna predict who's going to world series you know I've, we we might pick a winner pick a team in each league that could be in the world series but uh given the fact we have 12 teams in the world series this year it's gonna be it's you know it's a lot harder to pick but uh going back Going back to the Twins, anything about spring training as far as performances by the by the club that stands out to you? Well, I, I know there's been some guys, I think, especially in the bullpen, I know some guys hardly gave up a run in spring training, but they didn't pitch that much either. But, you know, it's a good sign they didn't, you know, weren't scored upon or scored on very little. And, you know, there are some... Bullpen people that weren't weren't pitching last year that pitched quite well like um, Akala he yep. has yep Jorge Akala yep um, I think that uh, Jorge Lopez is pitching pretty well Griffin Jacks has I'm sure that uh, Duran has pitched real well uh, Caleb Thielbar I know has I don't know about Pagan and they're saying that he probably is going to be on the team too I don't I know he gave up Grand Slam home run his first game didn't he Yeah he did Yep. I don't know, but looking at the the list of players that tonight, I looked at the. I don't know if it's their final their final roster going to the regu- the regular season or not, but it looks pretty obvious about who the pitchers are going to be. If it, is that thirteen man staff they can have? Yep, they can have a thirteen man staff. Yep. Well, you you know your starters are, are obvious. We already know it's Maida, Gray, Ryan, Molly, and. Pablo Lopez, so they'd be the five starters, and the other option would have been uh, Bailey Ober, who actually had a really good spring up until his last game. And then the bullpen will be Duran, I think, Akala, Jax, uh, Jorge Lopez, um, Moran, one of the lefties, and Theobar, the other, and Pagan, and I guess it's kind of the other guy. And I heard the manager say yesterday, too, that they want a guy around who can chew up innings and you know in some of those games that get kind of lopsided and they're talking about Cole Sands which kind of surprises me but you I from from what I read I think Cole Sands is going to be making the team yep and the problem is one of the reasons why he probably is going to make the team is that Josh Winder is hurt right now isn't he yep he has a, some shoulder issue I can't recall what that was but I know I looked I was reading through stuff last night preparing for the show tonight and and I'd kind of forgotten about Winder, but yeah. uh, he was uh, he was uh, injured early this spring. So yeah, I think that should he would he be healthy? I think there might be a there might be a spot that would change because I think he'd be on the team. But obviously at this point he's not going to be. Nope, he's not going to be on the team to begin the season. And a couple other injuries um, we should maybe touch on: Alex Kirov and Jorge Polanco. Yep. Those two will not be on the team. Uh, second baseman Jorge uh, Polanco and outfielder Alex Kirov. Uh, or, or first baseman. 
Yeah, because they were projecting him to possibly start first base some at least some of the time too. Yeah, I've heard the last few days that Polanco has been playing in spring training games, you know, with the minor league team. So he is playing, so which is a good sign. But how long before you'll be back with the big club, big league club? That's a good question. They need him back though. He's one of their better offensive players. Yes, they do. So, and, and if okay and. That kind of rounds out the pitching staff. Would you agree with that? Yep. So speaking of uh, pitching tomorrow, Pablo Lopez will be your opening day starter against Kansas City. Zach Greinke, who has been around for a long time. I've, I've seen recall him pitching in the major leagues back when I was in high school. Yep, I think he's in his 20th season. I thought I read that today. Yep. Which sounds about right, too. Yep, sounds about right. I think he might have taken a uh, maybe a, a, a maybe a, a period of time out because of some mental issues, but yeah. but yeah, this is this has been his twentieth season. So I'm, you know, I don't think he's been all that great in the last couple of years, has he? Um, no, especially last year. Last year was his first year with Kansas City, and yeah, well, first year in the second. This is the second tenure there, isn't it? Yep, his second tenure. I do recall him being on Kansas City way back and. I think he was with Kansas City, yes, in 2010. Is Kansas City is the first team he was on. He is, that's dra- that dra- they drafted him, didn't they? Yep, they drafted him. Okay. They traded him to Milwaukee yep. in 2011. That's the, um, trying to think how that all worked. Did yeah, they, could, didn't they? Who's the center fielder on, was on Milwaukee? Who's a good player on Kansas City at one time? Norioki or nope nope Kane nope Kane I think no no I think it was another guy Bill Dad no well he's a center field in Kansas City during their World Series well that was Kane but yeah. I but I but I thought they picked up another no 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 I mean I was he included in that that Granky trade I don't know who Milwaukee who Kansas City got when they traded him I'm not sure uh, for some reason I don't think so I if I was another outfielder mm. okay well anyway. So that's yeah. Kansas City's got Granky going tomorrow, and the Twins have Lopez. So, yep. And it's and earlier this week there was talk of rain in Kansas City, but this, but now I hear it's going to be sunny tomorrow and sixty eight degrees. Wow, a little different than here. Yeah, here here we still got the snow on the, on the ground and. Yep. I don't know if this is the latest. I think I recall this much snow being on the ground in a long time here in Minnesota. Yep. Okay, so so what do we twenty six man rosters this year? Right? Yep, yep, twenty six man. It's been that way for a few years now since yep. I think two thousand twenty. Well, although last year they allowed teams to have sixteen pitchers to start the year, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. So so you could have twenty eight players start the season for like the first. I don't know how many. It was like a month or whatever it was. Yeah. So, but continue on on our discussion with the roster. So we have already touched on some of the, some of this, but let's talk about Max Kepler for for uh, for, uh, for like, a minute. For, well, okay, well, we, you know, she wanted the catchers are pretty obvious, so yeah, well, yes, but but I want to kind of go into go into some key uh, things to watch this season before we kind of wrap up. But so Max Kepler, Dad. 
you know, he has had some down years in recent years after a 2019 season where he hit over 30 home runs. Uh, his batting average is down. And I know you've, you've told me this before, but the shifts have... You you stated that the, the shifts they have done have hurt Max Kepler and that this year this could benefit him. The fact they have restricted the shift. Yes, he can move the uh, outfielder from one side of the field to the other, but as far as the infield, you have to have two players on each side of second base. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about Max? Well, in spring training, I think he hit about 380. I think so. Was it because of the thing with the shift thing changing? It must. It had something to do with. I'm sure. I think he hit the ball pretty well in spring training this year. Yes. Um, will it help him? Some? How much? Good question. Yeah, because you, you have to recall you're you're not facing uh, uh, you're you're facing minor league pitching some of the time in spring training. Yep. Another guy maybe it'll help some is Joey Gallo too. That's if he hits the bat, puts, puts the bat on the ball, does it strike out? Yep, Joey Gallo. Well, there's actually some talk that Joey Gallo might weed off sometime. Yeah, well, I want, I don't think that's going to last very long. If he hits 160 and it strikes out, you know, half the time, that will not work. Yeah, but then somebody else is going to come back. He's going to come back at you. He walked 13 percent of the time last year. 13 percent. Yes, 13 percent of the time. And he struck out 50 percent. Uh, I think it's more closer to 40, but yes. Uh, and I've been plus walking. he saw four. Point two pitches per at bat, hmm. or whatever per uh, time batting. Uh, you know, I think, Dad, that I don't see Gallo as a typical weedoff here, but I think the analytics crowd is is saying, okay, well, if he can, if he if, uh, if he can get us, if he can get on base. That's great. Doesn't matter if he strikes out. Uh, if he gets a home run to lead off the game, great. We have a you know we have a run on the board. The uh, problem with that is, I don't think he is quite like what your typical leadoff hitter has been in the past. Not at all. You know there have been guys who hit home runs before the leadoff hitters. Ricky Henderson hit a lot of home runs. But he also was on base a lot, too. Yeah, he was also on base. He stole bases. Yeah. You know, Joey Gal, he's either a home run, a strikeout, or a walk. Yeah. Who's a, who are some Twins players in the past who have hit a home run, who have been kind of home run hitters? Jock Jones, did he lead off? He did. Yep, J- Jock Jones led off. But he was also a lot better hitter than what Gallo was average-wise, too. Yes. So we'll see how it works out. But if it ends up being a flop, you have to remember, you know, if you it's, it's not the whole game, but in the first inning of each game, he's leading off, and he's and he's and you basically get to your second hitter in the lineup. It's an out. Almost. You already have one out most of the time. Makes it a lot tougher to score. So we'll see. He's going to have to hit more than 160. That will not work. Yeah. Yeah. But in fact, I think his career batting average dead is 199 right now. Yep. So we'll see how that works. So that's another key. I'm going to get the into how will Joey Gallo perform in the lineup? And will the Twins, how much will we use him in the weed-off spot? And I don't think I'll use him in the weed-off, to tell you the truth. Although, I mean, he, you know, he does walk quite a bit, which you you might want. But, I mean, you'd want, but I, but the fact he, he doesn't get as many hits have 
has me worried. So, uh, another player I'm looking at, Byron Buxton. He, you know, last year he only played 90 games and had that knee injury. And, uh, and I know this offseason he, he, um, he recovered, they, they did a, uh, didn't we do some surgery on it last year? Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Not major surgery. We did some surgery. Yep. Yep. They did some surgery on it. And so what they're going to do is to start proceedings, they're going to have DH at least the first month. I don't, I don't know about you, but you both, both you and I think we, he should play in the field. Well, I, th- I think if in, the, I don't know how long he's going to be satisfied just DHing. Because I know he he likes playing center field, and obviously people like to have him out there too. If you're so concerned about him getting hurt all the time, maybe it's best not to play him at all to begin. You can hurt your hurt your knee again running too. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, and I know people would say, well, you know, it's gonna be colder weather up here and what, but you know they are gonna play in Miami next week. Yeah. For three games. Yes. So. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, he's in the lineup, and, and, and you know, DH maybe early, but hopefully, he's back playing in the field too, before not too long. It, if he's just DH, and you know, if, if he's just DHing, well, your DH spot is covered in the lineup. But we'll see. I have a feeling it won't be long at all. He'll be playing in the field if he's healthy. But you know, the Twins to get Michael A. Taylor to. To also play center field too, so I think they kind of were planning to have Buxton not play in the field regularly the first month of the season. I'm sure. Yeah, but one thing I think that you hear it from other people, good players, if they're if they're good fielders too, especially, and Buxton is, and they're just DHing. I think they get really itchy about wanting to play in the field too, and they get very frustrated when they're not. And I think it probably affects their hitting in the end too. So we'll see. I mean, there are hitters who have strictly DH and majors, but yeah, they use, they're usually because they're lousy fielders. So, yeah, that's the reason why. I mean, the one that comes to mind is Edgar Martinez with Seattle. Yep. I mean, he was a good hitter, but uh, I don't think he was the greatest fielder. So that's why he never was uh, in the field regularly. That's why Nelson Cruz didn't play in the field later on in his career too. Yeah, that's another one. Nelson yep. Cruz. I don't know. For some reason, Edgar Martinez stands out, but yeah. But I mean, Nelson Cruz. Yes. There's, there, and there's been other ones too. But Buxton's the kind of player I would almost guarantee if you asked him if he told the truth, he'd say he wants to he wants to hit and he wants to play in the field. And I don't blame him that either. So we'll see how that that all works out. I know they got Michael A. Taylor, and Michael A. Taylor is probably not as good of an outfielder as Buxton is. Very few people are. No. But, you know, you, you, there's other places he can play. You know, he can play, you know, on occasion. Maybe he's maybe even would be the, the everyday starting left fielder most of the time. Or, you know, if they decide left-handed pitchers, pitch and take Kepler out, he can play out there too. It's, it's nice to have the flexibility where he can play all over the place. But in my opinion, if these players that we just talked about, Planko and Buxton, aren't playing, you, you know, you know, they're only playing like you know half the games or something. It's going to hurt the Twins a lot because the replacement players are not as good as what they are, or even close. No, they're not. You're talking about two of the premier players in the game, and they're healthy. 
and you're not going to take guys off your bench. You might get by with it for a little while, but they're not going to be um, replacements and have the same kind of impact as what Buxton and Polanco do. Yes. So, I mean, I know the Twins, as far as in Polanco's case, they've, they've got players this year, some of whom are the who were backup players last year, like Nick Gordon, who did a good job. But Gordon, I think, may have played almost as much or more in the outfield as he did in the infield last year. So, um, And they got um, Farmer and Solano. So for some of the infield spots, too. But, you know, who's your backup shortstop on the team? Cray isn't going to play every day. No, Cray is not I think I just have a feeling it's going to be Farmer. Yeah. I just have a feeling it's going to be... Kyle Farmer. And another guy, too, can play in the infield is Willie Castro, too, who they picked up. Yep. And well, he, I think he's had a reasonably decent spring training, too. Yes, he did. And I think it sounded like he can play all over except for first base and uh, catch. Yep. So, uh, and I don't normally, in the past, we've done the roster a different way, just kind of gone, but I kind of want to just, just go about it a different way. But, uh, and by the way, we picked up Christian Vasquez. Yep. And I think he's going to help with uh, keeping the running game down. Well, he's a good defensive catcher from what I've heard. Yes. So, and he does hit a little bit too. So, so going back to the rule changes, I think, I think in, I think base stealing is going to be going up and, uh, you're going to need a good, uh, defensive catcher. I think that's the reason why they got him more than anything. Cause I think they, you know, they could see what was going to happen. So, yep, I think you're right. Oh, another guy we didn't even, didn't even mention is uh, Jose Miranda, who early on in spring training, he only when he did play, only with DH because he couldn't throw very something. He had some arm problem, but it looks like now in the last week, week and a half of spring training, he has been playing third base again. He has been hitting too. so. But we'll see. But I think he'll be, what it sounds like, he'll be starting third baseman tomorrow. Yep, I believe you're correct. So. And, who the starting it'll be in Correa and who the starting second baseman is, is you could pick between about four or five different players. Yeah, you could pick between Donovan Solano, Kyle Farmer, Nick Gordon, and Willie Castro. Yep, and I think it's I think it might end up being Gordon, but I don't I, probably because he's a left-handed batter, and of course Granky's right-handed pitcher. There you go. So that those players we mentioned, well, the only one we didn't mention the name of, I think, is. Uh, Larnick, the outfielder, and it sounds like he might even be the starting left fielder tomorrow. Trevor Larnick. He's, le- he's, left- he's a lefty, too, as far as batting. So, yeah, you, so you, you know, you want to get as much of an advantage up on, uh, up on the starting pitcher tomorrow for Kansas yeah. City. So I, I, have, I have a strong feeling that Gordon will be the starting second baseman tomorrow for that reason. Because he's a left-handed bat. Yeah, and Larnick will be in the outfield, too. So they'd have... Kepler, Larnick, Gordon. Um, let's see, Kepler, Larnick, Gordon. Lar- um, who's the other? There's another left-handed batter, too. So you think we're going to put all the, all the left-handed batters in the lineup? Probably a lot of them, yep. And, of course, if Planko was playing, he'd be, because he's a switch hitter, he'd be batting left, too, but he's not. Nope. I think all those, almost all those. I think that Solano's right-handed batter, too. Is, oh, you'd have Gallo would be another one who'd be a lefty, too. So... Oh, yeah, so now we just have to figure out who the, other, who the righties will be in the lineup, and I think we can kind of pick yep. out some of them both. Now, who's going to catch? Will it be Christian Vasquez or Ryan Jeffers? Tomorrow. I think I, my guess is Vasquez, but I don't know. We'll see what Rocco reveals for the starting lineup around game time. Yep. 
And one other thing this year, a point that I'd like to make is the fact I hope that the pitchers pitch deeper into the games this year. You, you can't have your pitchers pitching three and four innings. It does not work because you mess up your bullpen. And sometimes you just have to let them go. If they've thrown 75 pitches, they've only pitched four innings, let them go. And they always have this thing third time through the order stuff. That's nonsense, I think. You know, you can't keep playing that game. Eventually your, your starters go, you know, four innings, whatever, in your bullpen. Has to, you have to go through four or five bullpen guys every game. It doesn't work. doesn't work. And- you know, you know the dad VF thing. I wonder. Mm-hmm. The the you know with pitch timer and stuff. Yep. Is the first time through lineup not going to be as much a factor? I don't know. Maybe. I know Sonny Gray said the other day he wants to pitch more than four or five innings a game. So, and I have a feeling that a few of the other guys do. Probably all of them. So. But, but we'll see. Um, I, a couple other updates we made to the rules. I should just throw out there. They so if, if the manager wants to challenge for a replay that he has to notify the umpire right away. If the, if the manager has fifteen seconds to actually decide if he's gonna challenge or not. Hmm. So okay. that's otherwise the replay thing is is the same. Alright. So that's one thing I read tonight before we uh uh started recording. And another thing that stands out to me they're gonna do is what was it? Uh, uh, I'm drawing a, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, you know they are going to uh, continue to practice having the runner on second in extra innings. Uh, I, I think both you and I don't like that too well. And I don't know. It just seemed like there was something else that came up if he did recently, but I just can't place it that. Okay. I don't know. It's probably not it's probably not a big thing. Yeah. Uh so let's let's hope the twins can be get get their be healthy most of the year. I know they aren't gonna all play every game. That just isn't the way it works, but we need to be healthier than what we have been the last couple of years. Agreed. And um, so you know what what kind of a team you really have. You know, and and you can make moves with everybody potentially being on being there and capable of playing most days so you can juggle players around when you need to because they may have this year potentially they may have better replacement players at certainly at some positions what they have had before they probably haven't had an outfielder like what taylor is as far as defensively in the in the past on the bench so no, although we've had some, in more recent years, we've had some good four failures, four outfielders like Jake, Jake Cave, although I don't, although sometimes Jake Cave has been known to make some bonehead plays in the outfield. Yeah. But, but I, I still think he's a decent player for us. Yeah. So, they can stay healthy. They've got a chance. Yeah, they do. So, why don't we make some, uh, uh, predictions of who's going to make it to the playoffs and stuff like that, and then we'll wrap up. How does that sound, Dad? Sure. Sure. So, uh, American League, here's who I predict is going to make it into the playoffs. Uh, the Yankees will will win, will win the uh, AL East. However, I think we might have some uh, injury concerns 
especially if you're some of are starting pitching. Uh, I know that uh, Cole will be will be with the team to start the season, and uh, Herman, um, although he had a shaky sprain, will be there too. But beyond that, I'm trying to remember, but it seems like a couple of our other starters are currently injured. Severino's one of them. Severino's one of them. Frankie yep. Montez is another. Yeah, so, it seems. Seem like with the Yankees, though, somehow or other, even though they have guys who are injured and those guys are good pitchers, but they seem to always manage to find somebody else who's decent too. Yep. Just, just the way it's always been for them. So, I would agree. I think the Yankees will probably still win the American League East. Uh, American League Central. So, yep. You know, as much as I really don't think they're going to win the division, I've been, I'm just going to pick the Minnesota Twins. I think the American League Central Dads could be a fairly close race between three teams. The Twins, the Cleveland Indians, and the Chicago White Sox. And I should point out that we're going to see less games against the other teams in the uh, uh, divisional play. So, but, uh, yeah, so you're going to play a total of 52 games against the other teams in your uh, division. So, yeah, so I think the Twins could win it. Uh, and by the way, Cleveland, I know, has a couple of injuries we're dealing with. Uh, one of the starting pitchers is injured. Uh, Tristan uh, uh, McKenzie is out for a couple weeks. So, and then for the American League West, um, Houston will, the Houston Astros will, will win that division. And then I think it's going to be tricky to pick the American League wild cards, but you're going to have three of them in the playoffs. And so I'm going to pick the Toronto Blue Jays and uh, the Chicago White Sox and the I think the Tampa Bay I think the Tampa Bay Rays are going to be in the playoffs again, Dad. You think so? Yeah. Debbie always seem to make their way into the playoffs. Yeah, they, somehow they do. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I'm trying to think the AL West, other than Houston, you know, the other teams, Texas and the Angels and Oakland and Seattle is the other one, isn't it? Yep, Seattle's. You know, the Angels could be dangerous this year, but I. I doubt it. I yeah, I don't think they. I mean, they did add some players like Gio. Urshela, but yeah. and I think there's a couple other names I can't think of at the moment. They've been they all seem to be hurt by the injury bug too, especially to Mike Trout. Yeah, Mike Trout and and uh, Otani at times has been hurt too. Yep, Shanae Otani. Uh, he actually, there's some talk. He might get a forty-five million dollar contract a year. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a possibility. Yeah. And but so the, the it's hard to pick. You know, some people are high on Seattle too, or Texas. Texas, I'm not saying Texas hasn't spent a lot of money because they have, but well, they do have some good young pitching. I know. Yeah. But whoever that translate into anything, I don't know. You know, it's really hard to pick. Yeah. So quickly, National League, American League East. No, National League East. Excuse me. I'm going to pick. The Atlanta Braves, 
Some people might pick the Mets with their starting pitching of Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, and I've, is, I don't think Jake, is Jacob, Jacob uh, DeGron is not there anymore. I don't think so, no. Nope. For some reason, I have a wife me. I can't remember. You know what? Let's, let's do this, Dad. Let's ask Siri where, where he went to. What team is Jacob DeGron on? Here's what I found from Wikipedia. Jacob Anthony DeGrom, born June 19, 1988, is an American professional baseball pitcher for the New York Mets of Major League Baseball, MLB. I don't think that's right, Dan. Hmm. So, <laughs> so much for Siri. Siri doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Huh. So, I don't... I... I, I I almost think it was, maybe it, you know what, for some reason I'm thinking it's Texas now when I think of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll find out here. All right, you 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 look that up, and I will make the rest of my uh, predictions. So, Atlanta Braves are going to be in National League East. The National League Central, I kind of see that division going to either Milwaukee or the Milwaukee Brewers over St. Louis Cardinals, and I'm going to pick, just at the top of my head, the Milwaukee Brewers. I think I, I like to make up a better team, and I think they, have, they certainly do have a shot. For the National League West, you know, the Los Angeles Dodgers, I, I know, I think one of their, one of their couple of their key players are injured. I know their second baseman, uh, Lux, he's injured. I mean, a starting pitcher. I can't remember which one it is. If I, um, might be Walker Buehler. It's one, of, it's one of their starting pitchers. He's injured. And so, for some reason, Dad, I'm going to pick the San Diego Padres to women, women National League West. Uh, okay. And then, in the... And then for, for the three wild cards, I'm just going to pick them. Um, New York New York Mets. And by the way, the reason why I'm not picking the New York Mets to win the division is the fact their closer, Edwin Diaz, is injured. So, But I'm going to pick him to be in one of the wild cards because he's still got Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer still pitching with the Mets. Uh, the other two wild cards... I'm just gonna quickly pick. I think, I think the Dodgers. I think ultimately, either in either in either case, I think both San Diego and the Los Angeles Dodgers will make it into the playoffs. I'm picking San Diego to win the division, but uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers will make it as a wild card um, if they don't win the National League West. And uh, the preferred wild card team, I'm just gonna pick the Philadelphia Phillies. So. I, I know Bryce Harper is injured, and but there's talk he might be back by the end of May. So there you go. Those are my picks. What do you what do you think of my picks, Dad? Uh, I kind of agree with most of it. I just mentioned that uh, Degrom is on Texas, and Noah Syndergaard is on the Dodgers. All righty. So there you go. But Dad's the researcher when he's yeah. here in here in the podcast studio. So when I give the answers, it's something that's accurate. Unlike uh, unlike your friend Siri. <laughs> <laughs> S- 
Siri's, Siri has issues sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, I tried to ask her for the weather for tomorrow's weather for Kansas City, and she did not. She gave me weather for uh, today. Huh. So. She seems to have issues. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I, I know you get this uh, artificial intelligence stuff. I just wonder how accurate it really is. I think, I know people think it's great, but I can hear it can be uh, manipulated. So to give answers that people may not want. So there you go. <laughs> it's sweet not bad, but. Yes, that's true. I'm just, just checking here real quick. I was. One other, I was just wondering before, because I thought about this. Seattle was 90 and 72 last year, so in a way, I understand the optimism people maybe have for them making the playoffs this year. They have, I know they have some good young players on their team too. You know what seems to happen a lot of times if a team has a lot of good young players, if they were successful uh, one season, they might take a step back the next season. So that's why I'm kind of being a little cautious with them. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they do have some good players, but. I just, I don't know. I, I, I need to see all the season point out before I actually am going to pick them. Like, I, I will not pick the Oakland Athletics. I, I will not pick the Pittsburgh Pirates. I will not pick the... Well, Cincinnati's another one. Cincinnati Reds or Washington Nationals or... Colorado. Colorado. Both teams are not. Both teams won't even go anywhere this year. I mean, some of some other teams, they could, you know, they could make a difference. Yep. Another team is, you know, certainly in the mix is San Diego because they've loaded up. Yep, that's why that's why I picked the National League West. I was, mm-hmm. Yep. So, otherwise, I don't. It's kind of like who knows. Yep, who knows? So, do you think that's a wrap for this? Yeah, I think we should wrap it up. Yep. Yeah, because I know, I know you want to do some stuff here. So, yep. um, I'll tell you what. Why don't we plan on doing another recording on April twelfth? Sure, why not? There you go. There you go. There he is. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight, Dad. You bet. So there he is, my dad, Craig Larson, uh, joining me here in our podcast studio. I'm going to say it's the best studio here in the Upper Midwest, despite the fact that we, we, are, we are using uh, technology that's from the 1980s. But um, whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm being a little I'm being sarcastic too I know but anyway uh, I if you'd like to contact the show you can you can do so the uh, email address is mntwinschat48 at gmail dot com mntwinschat48 at gmail dot com also subscribe to however you found this podcast I. Uh, I don't have it on Apple Podcasts yet. I need to get to that. So, uh, but otherwise, it's on. It's on a lot of other platforms. Uh, tune in, iHeartMedia, probably the two most known. Uh, well, actually, yeah, actually, it's iHeartRadio. Excuse me, iHeartRadio is where it's on. So, for my dad, his name is Craig Larson. This is Troy Larson. You have been listening to Minnesota Twins Chat. Until next time, so on, everybody.